Hey everybody, welcome to Ref Time, powered by RTS and produced by Coraggio Media. I'm Tanya. And I'm Crane. We'll be covering rules, plays, points of emphasis, and all things official. We are back with Ref Time in the beautiful studios of downtown Fort Wayne. Did I say that right? Of W-E-L-T, yeah. Yeah, W-E-L-T, yeah. downtown. Okay, good. And we have with us our guest today, the world-famous, great... Mr. Aubrey Griggs. Hey, Aubrey, welcome. How y'all doing? How y'all doing today? <laughs> Is that the way they used to introduce you when you played basketball? Yeah. Aubrey Griggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aubrey, you uh, used to play basketball, obviously. Yes, sir. Um, and then uh, what what uh, got you involved with officiating, the officiating side of it? Um, I, It's kind of a thing that I always wanted to do just growing up and just looking at younger i mean looking at different officials and just really wanting to see what everything about being a, being an announcer being a ref being a coach just to anything to stick around the game so different sides of it yeah okay did you look at the officials when you when you played and thought hmm i can do better than that yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Only because they didn't give you the calls you wanted. <laughs> right, yeah. as a player, we look at them and we're like, oh, man, you're terrible. Yeah, but it's either that or like, oh, I can run a little faster than him. Right, right. Stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of officials out there we can run a little faster than. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's getting tougher as we get older, though. It's getting more challenging. It is. But, Aubrey, how old are you? I am 25. 25. Just a baby. And you've been officiating for how long now? A year and nine months. Wow. So do you know how many games you've done? He I've, probably does. Probably. I've done about 2,200 games. Just in, uh, what is that, 21 months? Wow. That's you know what's interesting is um, Dom, Dominique, and we're going to have him on too hopefully mm-hmm. soon, but he's the first one that talked about the number of games he had done. We had never thought of it like that. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell yeah, you how many games I've done. Yeah, me and him kind of got a little competition going on. Oh, okay. Like, oh, how many games did you do this week? Oh, I did 30. Uh, Dom would be like, oh, I did 40. I'd be like, where do you find these games at? <laughs> <laughs> so. so are you guys writing? Now, I remember, I don't, I think we introduced it to your class. Mm-hmm. We introduced we the journal. journal so you guys could write down, like, different things that happen where you ref who you ref with it's hard to keep up with all that though game after game yeah it definitely is so yeah i've definitely been writing it down a little bit like and it's been to the point where i even uh write down oh i did north side versus south side and who i refed with and Mm -hmm. the date and stuff like that it's gonna be interesting to look back on that in years to come yes and then another uh, thing i've been doing i wish i would have did it when i first started i've been taking pictures like with my referee shirt in the middle of the school's logo mm-hmm. or the conference logo and mm-hmm. different stuff like that so, right so i want to do i've, a lot I've of noticed you post a few of those on facebook i thought that was a really cool idea because i know that's uh, a couple couple seasons ago we started just taking pictures of our crew mm-hmm. so when we're refing at Northside or whatever we'll take a picture of who we're working with and try to get the logo or the you know the conference in the background as well so yeah and that's and, just for record, just for fun. Yeah. And another thing we started doing, we started with the crews that we work with, we'd ask them to pray with us before a game. Now, that 
That, that doesn't always work. Doesn't but. always work. Depends <laughs> on who you're talking to. But in the locker room, we just say a prayer. And we have a kind of a running joke because when we're working with different organizations that will pray before the game, like Christian schools mm-hmm. or the homeschooling organization, they always pray. And then afterward, I'll go up to the person that's spoken, I mean prayed, I'll say, why did you guys never pray for the officials? And they'll look <laughs> at me and go, Oh, Crane, I'm so sorry. I'm like, nobody ever <laughs> prays for the officials. We don't pray for our safety. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah, <laughs> well, they know. do pray that we uh, make good calls. I yeah. think they pray for that, you know. <laughs> they don't pray for yeah. our safety, though. <laughs> yeah. um, so you've been involved with officiating, you say, about a year, yeah. almost two years. Yeah. And what got you involved with officiating? What I mean, you said what, what your interest was, but what made you take the leap into it? Um, it was my, it was one of my teachers, uh, Mr. Common K, which Brandon, and, um, he told me to, uh, reach out to you and he gave me your number and then it just started like that. You like got, I got your information and then I was out living by Northrop and you told me to meet you at the Dunkin' Donuts right there on, uh, I remember that on mm. Coldwater. I remember that. And like. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to <laughs> I mean, you up at Dunkin' Donuts at like 7, 8 in the morning, like every day. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember when we sat there and we were talking and you had said that uh, you were ready to kind of turn your life around and start doing some positive things or I shouldn't say positive things, but different things. And I was going, OK, well, yeah, you can do that. Independent contractor. And you're like, oh, work for myself, though. Yeah. Oh, and your your eyes lit up when we talked about you working for yourself. You remember that? Yeah, definitely, definitely was way better than what I thought it would be. Good, and you know, a lot of people say that when they mm-hmm. get into officiating. But it's funny because most people say, "Oh, I can never do what you guys do. Oh, I can never do that. Oh no, but I'd I have to slap to, somebody. I don't want people to yell at me." No, I hear that, but I hear people yeah. saying, "If somebody yells at me, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna choke somebody. I have to slap somebody." <laughs> I'm going no. Not after you get trained. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, I just don't even – I try to talk to coaches and stuff like that, but it's even hard to have a conversation with the day of age we in with the social media. We might be having a conversation, but if we get to throwing our hands up, like, what happened down there? What's this and that? It looked like we sitting there arguing, but we might be having a, a good conversation. We're just right. trying to talk about what's going on, but with the way this is and everybody – with the cameras and recording, it looked like we having a it might look like we having a bad conversation, but we just <laughs> we just 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 it, signaling, left, right. what, yeah. just pointing this out, pointing on. that out, yeah. yeah. And then people take it as, oh, the coach and the ref are going at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And so most of the games you've done, because you said you did how many games now? Forty. Twenty two hundred. Twenty two hundred. Okay. Now Dom and I talked about that. The number of games you guys have done. The games you've done. Where have they been done mainly? Have they been AAU, school, ball, college, what? Uh, definitely more. Definitely you're going to get more AAU than you're going to get school ball because AAU and stuff like that is way, is year-round when the school season is only, what, 28 games or something like that? Okay. 22. So, so. You, so you get a lot out of the AAU where you're doing uh, anywhere from – you know, a couple games to 12 games in a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, how many games did you do this past weekend? For instance, this past weekend I did, I only had, it's only a Sunday league going on right now. I did six games. And what would you say you're learning when you're doing the AAU circuit? Um, You're just really learning how to control the crowd and just really just, get to get the thick skin for when you go do the bigger games and stuff like that because the, the fans is literally right there on you mm-hmm. or under the rim or right. whatever the case may be okay do you um 
have a career highlight over the last 21 months that you can think of? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I've done some I've been doing some stuff. I've been to uh, India a couple times, pretty much all the big gyms down there. And then I've done some stuff in Ohio and I've been offered to go to like Kentucky and Michigan. And then just sometimes you want to go out of town, but if it ain't like a, you ain't accommodated right or you ain't got a certain number of games and then, then it don't make sense. It's like, mm-hmm. it'd be cool and I'll really go referee at, you know, the Michigan State tournament or this or that. But it just sometimes it just don't make sense. Right. So if, you know, it'd be, it, it'd be benefits you if they were going to go ahead and take care of your housing, maybe provide a little bit of food. Transportation. Uh, yeah, transportation and, and, and uh, obviously pay you you know better than what you would be getting paid here yeah it, it would it yeah. make it worth it so it, it is kind of complicated that's one of the things we talk about you know because we're involved in wheelchair basketball and they do take care of you they do take care of your accommodations like we have a tournament coming up um at the end of the month and we're going to go to michigan they're taking care of our lodging they're taking care of our meals um, and they're paying us very well um now i don't think he's taking care of our um, gas but um, right. I'm sure if we asked him, he probably would. Yeah. But and most of the time, like if I go down to Indy, I'll just stay with a friend or a family member and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'll go somewhere if I have a family member or a friend or a college friend. And see, I went to college, so I got a lot of friends in the mm-hmm. different places. So I can go to a lot of different places and referee if yeah. I wanted to. And that makes it fun. Yeah. Because now it's not just it it's not just work. You know, you're going and you can hang out and have have a good time. Yeah. So. So this is a would you say this is a part-time thing for you or a spare time thing how do you classify it what i say about refereeing it's kind of a part-time thing that can turn into something it could turn into a career Mm -hmm. it just depends on how far and how high do you want to go in it so for you right now it is part-time income yeah okay so what do you do in your full time Uh, right now i um I'm a delivery driver. I do I deliver uh, home deliveries and I do medical route. You and I talked about that the other day because I actually saw you on the highway. It's, it's, it was it was interesting because I was sitting in the car and I was like, I said that looks like Aubrey. And you, <laughs> yeah, it's you know you stop at those truck stop and those big long uh, mm-hmm. window cleaning things. He had that he was standing up there looking like looking like Mr. Man taking care of business. And <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt him, but then I saw him take it and he's cleaning it off and he's cleaning off his car. So this, I, I think you, you and I talked about it. That's a serious, um, I guess, business pursuit for you right now, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's definitely something I'm trying to do to get ahead. Like I, I wasn't even into trying to find that type of uh, business. Mm-hmm. And then I end up getting into it, just riding down the street, seeing a van. I was like, all right, I'm about to buy that van. And then next, I bought the van with no plan and just. Oh, wait, you get back up now. <laughs> How did you come across this idea? You you weren't just riding down the street, saw a van and say, I'm going to buy a van. It's hey, what it sounded well, like. like <laughs> well, that's what it Well, like I had a couple of friends that was into it and they oh, was telling okay. me how much money they was making. And it okay, was, I knew it had it, to be more to it than and that. And it was like delivering. I'm like, you delivering, you delivering stuff in that, like your regular car. And I was like. I'm about to get a van, and if you're doing that many packages, I'm finna come in there and get a van and do a double that, you know. So, so your friends are doing it. Are they doing it full time as well? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you heard about the idea from some friends. You thought that's a pretty cool way to make money. I'm gonna go ahead and try to earn money that way myself. Then you got serious about it when I bought out a, or when I bought a 
I guess a work vehicle van yeah. for this. Is that your only vehicle, or you still have your personal vehicle? No, I still got my personal vehicle. Okay, too. so this is a serious business pursuit for you. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Awesome. Cool. And I think you were telling me the other day. I don't want to spoil. I'm gonna let you ever tell everybody how many packages do you average per day in delivery? About probably about a hundred. If I'm probably about eighty to a hundred. If I'm just doing home deliveries, but okay. sometimes I do the medical route, and I would do the medical route, and then I would do like thirty. Uh, home deliveries in that medical route area. Okay. And then I could sometimes I even get done fast enough to the point where I can come back to Fort Wayne and do another 40 or 50 here and make, you know, X amount of dollars a day. Okay. You see that smile on his face? Awesome. He's like, I'm yeah. making, I'm earning that money. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I remember when we first talking at Dunkin' Donuts, we were talking about you possibly getting into your own business and here you are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Two businesses. Yeah. yeah. In business for yourself, home the, deliveries and medical deliveries and, and officiating. officiating. Yeah. yeah. And my clothing line. And his clothing line. Yeah, I, so. OBAT, I believe. OBAT. Yeah. And, that, and and what I did with the uh, delivery service, I got an LLC under that. And that's OBAT as well. It's, instead of being one battle at a time, it's called one box at a time. So <laughs> put a couple of spins. I like it, that. You know, keep it all like under it. the nice. same umbrella. I yeah. like it. I like it. And you said you're 25? 25. So what are your long-term or short-term, well, let's just say your long-term plans for your business ideas. I want to see how far I can go with the, I want to do, I'm trying to do everything a little bit, like I'm trying to do this like I'm trying to referee X amount of games. I'm trying to deliver X amount of packages. I'm trying to sell X amount of shirts until one thing just kind of like, like, oh, man. Just I'm takes s- off. Huh? Just takes off like, oh, I'm selling 100 shirts a day. I don't need to do this or I don't need to do that no more. Or mm-hmm. I can put somebody else in my van and I didn't work for me or, or something like that. So. Okay. okay. Get a plan of action, young man. I yeah. like it. Nice. I like it. I All right, we're going to turn back to basketball a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so out of the 2,200 games that you've officiated, um, what uh, would you say is maybe one of your pet peeves when it comes to officiating? Um, I want the same call down there or <laughs> something like that. It ain't the same stuff going on down there. Or, you know, my partner, my I can't, you know, I don't want to step on my partner's toes and make my partner look bad, so I don't want to be calling stuff in his area and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I try to, you know. Okay. Or then, or you then you get the coach, or you try to make the call, and then the coach, how you gonna call that all the way from back there? The same way that you standing right here talking about that you see the play <laughs> going on down there, and you want me to call it when it's your team going that way. Like, I don't understand <laughs> it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard you know, we say they want what they want, yeah. and you know that's one of the things that we talk about. You know, they obviously they have a bias, and we don't. You know, I know that uh, I know a lot of coaches and fans think that we are biased, but we are typically really not biased. We I want you to win as much as I want them to win. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 all equal. Um, so what is a, a rule that stands out in your mind that um, you either don't like or do like calling? That I do or don't like calling. Certain rules out there that you wish we didn't have to enforce <laughs> or rules that you feel I always need to enforce that or I want to enforce that. Mm, I can't, I really can't think okay. of nothing on my Well, we come back mind. to that because then I had another question for you. 
is that the only sport you do, basketball, no. officiating? Yeah, I've thought about doing uh, – I used to run cross-country in college, so I thought about doing cross-country and track and field. Okay. But, I, I mean, I got my books for it, but I never really, you know, there was like you got to uh, get a starter pistol and – uh, you got to get ammunition and stuff like that. And I really, I don't really like guns too much. So I was like, I don't know. But I'm still something to think about. But it was like you get paid X amount of dollars for the for the uh, track and field meet. But you're going to use probably like 60 rounds or something like that to the to do the to do the, the start. Yeah. To do the start of the each race of the meet. And you might. And like 60 rounds and it's like a dollar a round so it's just like it's a wash you make so, nothing so yeah it's like you spending a lot of money on ammunition like if the ammunition or some something got to give something mm-hmm. got to give yeah that doesn't make sense so the okay 60 dollars so it'd be 60 bucks for one round yeah i mean a dollar each so you're talking 60 dollars total and he's making 60 dollars to do the thing to do it well it's like, it's like it's like i think it's like a hundred dollars or something for a track meet or something oh, okay but if you but spend you 60 still you're spending more than you're making if you, if you spend 60 then you then drove ten dollars worth of gas to get there and and, and your time your and time your is time. valuable so so yeah have you thought about moving up to the college ranks because i'm sure they pay more for basketball or no for, for track and field i've never really looked into it okay for Cause, as far cause, as track well and tanya and i've been talking to you for a while about considering college basketball because mm-hmm. the pay is considerable especially more. being so young it's yeah. considerably and then you know high school too moving it up to jv and varsity mm-hmm. and the pay is considerably higher so mm-hmm. that's just something to think about um what about uh points of emphasis do you because I know in high school basketball, there's certain points of emphasis that, but you've been in almost two years. So what was the point of emphasis last year? You remember, Tanya? Uh, I think a couple years ago it was hand checking. Um, what well, jewelry is one right now? Have you heard about the new rule in high school with the uh, mercy rule? Have yeah. Okay. Well, that was a, yeah, that was new that last, was last year. year. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. in AAU, they have their own mercy rule. It depends on what gym you walk mm-hmm. into. Um, high school, 35-point lead only in the second half. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't yeah. had one of those games. You yet. haven't had a runner yet? Not yet. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, we had we had a few that first that yeah. first week yeah, of we uh, when they came out with it. So it was yeah. it was uh, interesting, and everybody was because the rules weren't really specific, and so everybody was kind of doing their own thing with the way it was, and we're like, well, no, we're doing it this way, and we're doing it that way, and uh, as far as shooting free throws and when the clock would actually stop, and so but I, I think, think we all got on the same page. Though, on the that. association had their their way of doing it I, I mean the uh in any iaoa they had their way of doing it it's just that officials weren't following that i think a lot of them are just deciding okay we're not going to do it that way we're going to do it this and, way. and initially no there was no um clear indication of when you were supposed to stop the clock on hmm. a, on a free throw you know when you had a 35 point lead and and the clock was supposed to stop when you you know reported the foul some were saying, well, it's it's as soon as we call the foul that, you know, the scorekeepers would shut the clock off because they knew we were going to be shooting, but it's supposed to be after we report it. And mm-hmm. so, um, and then the other ones were like, well, not till I give them the ball, mm-hmm. not till I give the free throw shooter the ball. So yeah. it, it was all kind there of. There was some differences yeah. in understanding. So, so what about, uh, let's go a little bit about need of officials then. What do you, you, you've been officiating for almost two years. What kind of need have you seen out there for officials when you walk to do into different gyms and i know you've been working with some people who've had you officiating games alone mm-hmm. yeah yeah how do you feel about that 
with a refereeing alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really mind it. I feel like it's just like an extra workout, extra little bit more running, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a challenge. And just to be able to challenge yourself to get to the different, the right spots, so that you can see what's going on. Okay. Okay. Well, you're better than me because I'm not working by yeah, myself. Yeah, says she will mm-hmm. not do it, but and I'll do it depending on the level. But yeah. I think when it comes yeah, I mean, to middle school, little ball, little kids, yeah, middle school ball, eighth graders, I kind of cut it off at that. I point. don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's fair to the kids. Yeah, I don't think first it's fair. Of all. Yeah. Um, I think it's a disservice to them. I think it's a disservice to the game because, you know, if I'm only one official, I can't see the line over here. I can't right. see what's going on, and you know, yeah. for me to have to do all of that, and then you only want to pay me. One person pay? No, yeah. not doing that. It's it's going to be real challenging if you're doing full court by yourself. You're coming down here, the ball goes out down here, and then it's a controversial call whether you're on the line or not. Yeah. It's controversial. Yeah. So I think under speedier, more competitive games like that, I probably would not do it. Yeah. When and, I was, mo- and most of the gyms I do, uh, if I did a game by myself, it's pretty much like I know the gym pretty much, and I know the lines and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. St. Francis, for instance, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, gotta well, get, and you're you a got, little faster than I am, so you can afford to run around a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I used so. to run, run cross country. <laughs> I used to run 40, 50, 60 miles a week. So. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about um, – I know that uh, when you got involved with officiating um, – you had spoken with Crane and you got involved with referee training school. Um, so what is, uh, I guess your take on that? How did, how did you feel about going through the class? What were, you know, what were the good things, bad things, whatever? What I felt about the class was like, it wasn't too much time consuming. consuming. I didn't have to adjust my life or I kind of adjusted my work schedule and was kind of telling my boss like, Hey, I can't, you know, work Monday night or Thursday night. I forget what night mm-hmm. it was that day. I mean, that session. But I was like, yeah, I can't work this time. I got to go referee to referee school. You know, I'm trying to better myself in life in different aspects. You know, you can't. So, so it was, that was, that was, I liked it that. And then you guys, you know, y'all, y'all stay in contact with us, with y'all students. And sometimes I even, be refereeing and then I just look up in the crowd you know thinking <laughs> it's another fan it's, and it's Crane you know <laughs> and then next thing you know I'll, I'll go to the bathroom at halftime or something and Crane will be like it was 12 minutes and 52 seconds left to go in, <laughs> in, the, in the first half why did you make that call he fouled him what do you mean he fouled him I'm like he fouled him. He's I like, didn't where? do that. No, I didn't. Uh, you did, did it a couple times. You did, did it a couple times. Because so, uh, yeah. so, fouls are kind of. Uh, well, well, it wasn't a. Well, I'm just making an example. Yeah, okay, right. so okay, like, yeah. Why did you? Why did you call that travel or whatever? He got, and then I was like, because he because he traveled. Well, he got bumped first, Mr. Griggs. I'm just like, all right, all right, <laughs> man, all right. Well, one right. one you know one of the things uh, I always try to tell you guys is you just you know always go out there and do your best because you never know who's going to be in the crowd watching right. you. Yeah, you know, you if you have never know. Yeah, if you have aspirations of moving up, even, you know, just moving up to the varsity level. Um, you know, you don't know. You got varsity coaches sitting right there. Yeah. You know, and if they're watching you and you're out there and you're walking up and down the court, you got your arms crossed, you you know, you you're not even crossing half court. They're looking at that. They're watching you, and yeah. and, and they're gonna be like, nope, don't want that one. Yeah, you definitely never know who's going. The way that everything is moving around nowadays, you never know whose role going to be what, who's going to be doing anything. I'm seeing coaches jump from, he'd be a he'd be coaching a third grade AAU team, and then next thing you know, he's the head varsity coach. Yep. At 
uh, Smith Academy or whatever. You yeah, know, wherever. So you never, you never, you never know. Yeah, it's and true. and especially as much as you're doing AAU, you just <coughs> don't know if you have a college coach out there, what level of college oh, you know yeah. they are, you know, and and what role they play. You just don't know, you know, who who you're impressing or who you are saying. Mm, or who or who some of these kids parents are like yeah. somebody like i remember one time i was refereeing a team from ohio and it was the bowling green head coach son playing so mm -hmm. yeah you never yeah. know who you never know who's watching for yep. sure have and you thought about trying to ref in other states i i want to i actually want to move oh really i want to move out of indiana but it's kind of like hard because it's so much basketball that rolled mm -hmm. through here is like where would i really go that would match the same type of drive that Fort Wayne and Indiana has for basketball. Mm -hmm. Where would you want to move to? It, that's it. Would just it just would depend. Probably like Arizona or California, Florida. That's a that's a move. That'd yeah. be a big move. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Well, appreciate you coming on, sir. It's good to learn a little bit more about you that we didn't yes, know. Yes. Thank you so yes. much. Yeah. We appreciate your time. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign off now. And uh, thanks again to Mr. Aubrey. Griggs for coming on uh, Rough Time with us today. Keep in mind that if you want to uh, look into officiating for yourself, you can uh, do that through RoughTrainingSchool.com as well as uh, Hoosier. Well, that's not really where you can get officiating <laughs> skills, but um, well, you can after you, can. you come through the class yeah. because we'll put you out on the court for that's Hoosier true. three on three. That's true. And, and our our next Hoosier three on three event should be coming up uh, for the holidays. If we we, uh, we have plans to set that on fire for you so with that we're going to sign off and say thanks again for joining us for another segment of ref time take care everybody thanks for having me thank you thanks again for listening to ref time powered by ref and hoosier3on3.com produced by caraggio media ref time is recorded in welt studios in beautiful downtown fort wayne indiana to join rts visit reftrainingschool.com. please like subscribe and share with your friends until, Until next, next time. time.